0: more. I wish I could tell you I have the perfect sex off, and I have a friend who does, and I'm like, I'm so happy for you. And and mine's good. I mean, like, mine's good, but she's just always wanting to do it, and I'm just like, one more thing. And I love the man. I mean, I adore him. I truly do. But I adore him when we're communicating better, mm-hmm. and I see that he sees me. Everybody wants to feel seen and heard, and sometimes we just have to tell them, I just need you to see me and hear me. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to Mum Life Community, where we are mothers uplifting mothers. I'm your co-host, Heather Huley. Mum Life Community is a cross-generational community where we follow a Titus II model. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children. And I love the version that says older women are a teacher of good things. Having shared that, I'm joined today by my co host, Helen Smallbone, along with five other mentor moms. Welcome, mentor moms. This week, we are talking about cultivating a healthy sex life in your marriage. You know, God thought of sex, He created sex. In the beginning, when God created male and female, sex was part of the created order when He gave the instruction to be fruitful and multiply. However, Sex isn't meant solely for procreation. It's meant to be a joyful, intimate experience between husband and wife. In Genesis 2.24 reads, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. It is a vital part of a marriage. And some of the things we talked about in the episode with our moms was the importance of making sex a priority and to do it as much as possible. (laughs) Studies show that long-term married partners have the best sex. It creates deep bonds between husband and wife. It creates um, benefits that we have for both emotional um, and physical well-being. In a 2017 study published in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin, it showed that there's a connection between frequency Sexual activity and our overall well being. Sometimes you may not even feel like it, but you will be happy and you'll feel better that you did. Even if you're tired, it can still be a gift for both your husband and for you. When a woman or a man denies their spouse sex, I believe it creates a wall of tension in your marriage that will only get worse and not better. I love what 1 Corinthians 7 3 and 4 say. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And get this, moms, likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. I love that part because it just really shows that this is a mutual thing and a gift to each other. If you're searching for the perfect way to inspire and empower the young girl in your life, look no further than the NIV Kingdom Girls Bible from Zondervan Publishing. With over 400 engaging features, colorful illustrations, and helpful notes, this Bible is perfect for girls ages 8 to 12 as they learn about the strong and faithful women who came before them. This Bible brings the stories of women to life and shows how their faith and strength can still inspire girls today. To order or check out a sample, go to nivkingdomgirlsbible.com. That's nivkingdomgirlsbible.com. This Bible has a lovely design and easy-to-read text. Most importantly, it's a great resource for girls as they grow in faith and learn about women who have impacted the world. Don't miss out on this opportunity to nurture her spirit and illuminate her path. Find out more, including how to order and see a sample at nivkingdomgirlsbible.com because every girl deserves a faith-filled adventure. You can also check out this link in our show notes today. Mentors, I work with a lot of women of all ages in recovery who were raised in the church in truly good Christian families, but are actually healing from their mindset that sex is dirty and shameful, and then they bring that into their marriages. Sex is not talked about enough in a positive light in the Christian community, and that can be very damaging. So mom who is listening today, I want to encourage you to have those honest conversations with your kids and your teens about when and how God intended it without shame. In Genesis 2.25, the Bible says that the first husband and wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Likewise, in the New Testament, it says, "'Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled.'" Sex between a husband and a wife is never a cause for shame. It should be honored, cherished, and enjoyed as the gift and the good that it actually is. Another thing we discussed with our moms was the importance of communicating about intimacy and how essential that is in your marriage. It's important to talk to your partner if your sexual desires are changing. And I love what the Apostle Paul counseled in 1 Corinthians seven five. He said, do not deprive one another of sex, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. In the Bible, in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, it talks about frequent marital intercourse, that it is prescribed as a guard against a wandering eye and a lustful heart. The assumption is that if we drink deeply from our own cisterns, we will be less tempted to draw from our neighbor's well. And that's from Proverbs 5.15. There is great wisdom and great joy in following this inspired instruction. Well, mentors, having that information and some insight to the conversation that we had with our moms, we have some questions for you, our mentor moms today, and we're excited for you to share your wisdom from your personal journeys of motherhood with us. Looking back from the other side, from your experience, and to be encouraged be an encouragement to us, the younger moms, on our journey as both mothers and wives. So, welcome mentors um, to the discussion today. The first question that I have for you is We talked about how good communication in marriage is vital. How do you suggest the mom listening today can communicate her sexual needs
2: to her husband? I would like to say that we got it right. We <laughs> did not. I would like to say, after 39 years of marriage, we got it right. We have not. I would like to say, about a week ago, when we celebrated our 39th wedding anniversary, that we had a full-on fight, I don't mean fist fight, I mean we had verbal words. Marriage is one of the hardest things I have ever done in my life, period. Mm I'm married to a man who loves me passionately. I love him passionately. He is a type A. It is hard. And he thinks he communicates. And he finally, he finally, the other night, he said, I blew it. Would you please forgive me? Mm. Please forgive me. And I'm please. I'm not putting all the blame on him whatsoever. But it's been hard. And I wished I had all the answers. I do not. We have just constantly work, we regroup, come together, and re- it's back and forth, and we're doing that still after 39 years of marriage. And what I, And some people will never have those dynamics. We probably will until our deathbed. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's who we are as a couple. And um, we have to work very, very hard and very intentional, Of hoping that when we communicate, we get morsels of what we say. Mm. Thank you, Anita. Communication.
3: Yes. That's that was the key word that you said there and all of that. Just the communication and and learning to communicate. For my husband and I, it's 32 years and just talking (laughs) from the heart and allowing them to say what they would like to say and me listening. I think that's the thing that oftentimes that I can do a better job of is listening to what he's saying to me. Communication, counseling is critical. And as we're talking about sex and um, what a critical part that is in marriage for us, our sex life has only gotten better. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that, and it stems back to communication. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said, because a huge part of communication is listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was so key, what you said.
0: Marriage is hard, and you do have to communicate. Mm-hmm. And always, when intimacy is said, my counselor brain goes into me, see. We naturally are taught that your intimacy physically Will follow your into me, see, safe place through communication, exactly what the two of you are saying. And in listening, I have to pray, God, help me to listen to understand, not listen to tell him what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Because unless I'm listening to understand, I'm not really listening to gain that understand. I'm not listening for into me into me see. Mm. I'm listening for listen to me. <laughs> and so just it's just hard. I don't think there's there are any perfect answers, but what the what you all are saying about and I can tell you David's a much happier man when I feel perfectly emotionally safe with him. <laughs> and and I'm a much happier woman when he feels the same with me in those ways. And so just intimacy into me, see, building that safe haven. And the more you feel like the safe haven and the more you communicate. And even as we get older, what we want, what we don't want, always with dignity. Like mm. I'll just say the counselor brain also goes, no porn in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like just if it takes away dignity, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And you both need to agree upon what brings dignity and go back. You know, the enemy brought in shame when they were naked. Mm-hmm. They felt shame that first time. And only humans realize we're naked, like animals are naked, but they don't know it. They don't have any shame. But it's like the devil used that in our sex being in nakedness. And so there's something about us going to God and even asking Him to heal us mm-hmm. in this and recognizing yeah. that there's. Ways that he never intended Mm -hmm. for us to see it or or to even be that have been brought in by the enemy and the things the enemy brings in Mm -hmm. that are very, I mean, things on TV, things you hear on the radio, things people hear in a rap song. I mean, like a a teenage boy can't hardly get to adolescence and not Mm -hmm. have tripped on something that messes up his mind. Mm And then you've got women not feeling good about themselves and then feeling worse about themselves when they feel like they're compared to something that's not even real. And you've just got all this real messy stuff and you just have to take it back and go, okay, God, first into me, see with you. Mm-hmm. And then God, you got to help us. We got to do this marriage thing. be stuck with each other this whole lifetime. <laughs> I mean, like not in a bad way, in a, in a good way, but in a real life marriage, we pay bills. We raise kids, people throw up nobody smells good all the time way that is real life. You got to go into me, see, God help me. And then in talking to them, there's something about when there's not a blame towards them, but I need you to understand how this makes me feel, mm-hmm. that we can get a little somewhere. I don't know if that helps. Yeah, that is, that's so great,
1: Tara. And you mentioned two things that are so important that um, we did talk a little bit with the moms in the previous episode about, and that is one of them is pornography does not belong in, in the bedroom. And um, we actually talked about an example of a couple who didn't know sex in their married life without it mm-hmm. and um, how they really were um, encouraged to pray about it To remove it. And the second thing that you mentioned was prayer. Like sometimes I think that we might feel like, well, we can't ask God about that. Um, And we can. And um, for you, mom, listening today, how important it is sex is important to God for us to have sex. He created it for us. We can pray about that to Him, too. I think that is huge. Mm. Um, And just invite Him into that part of your life as far as, you know, just. Just all of it, every aspect of it, for him to just bless it and cover it um, is huge. I have yeah. to
0: pray and yeah. I, to I, want to do that. Right. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Lord—and Beth Moore taught once. She taught, Lord, make me thrill at his touch. Right. I'm like, Lord, yes. help me to thrill at his touch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially but in they're... the stage where you're nursing a baby. Yeah. I had a couple not long ago. The and like, Lord, like, let she this literally be good. was nursing the baby <laughs> one minute. I'm like, she's tired. right? <laughs> but at the same time, she's she's got to—I mean, oftentimes we have to pray God, Mm -hmm. make me want to. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm
4: -hmm. And for us, um, I can remember way back early on, we've been married for 30 years. There were some things that I just wasn't comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just prayed and was like, God, either make me comfortable because what he wanted wasn't weird or, or anything. And God just brought me around to that. So to what you were saying about praying about it. And God cares about mm. your sex life. He like is. it's a big part of marriage. Mm. And, and I think he that's hard for a lot us. of people to it hear. It really is. Because
1: that isn't talked about. It's not talked lot.
4: about at all. Mm. But I'm telling you, and and it and that area became something that was amazing. And mm. it would have never had I would have shut it down and it would have just taken our, our sex life in a whole different direction um, by me just not being comfortable with something that wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it just, for whatever reason, it wasn't my comfort thing. And um, so God cares about it. Mm-hmm. He wants you to enjoy it. So if you're not enjoying it, get counseling, pray about it, Work through some of that. Some things can be from childhood. There's Mm -hmm. there's a whole host of things that we bring into marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, the sex it's important. It's an important part of the marriage and. A lot of people tend to think it's just for the men. It's it's important for us mm-hmm. too, you know. And Absolutely, it is okay to be tired sometimes. It's not okay to be tired all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, or to use it as an excuse. Or to use it as an excuse. Out of and anger for me, you know, <laughs> like I was like if I dealt with the children. Dealt with the house and everything and then you want that it's not gonna happen hit me up in the morning and and we can talk about <laughs> it and you're probably gonna get whatever you want <laughs> and, but getting my husband to understand that like that was something that I had to just like it's I'm so not in the mood like not even not in the mood like can't work myself up into it but you know hit me up in the morning and mm-hmm. it took him along it Really took him a long time to understand that Mm. concept. So, switching up the time, or you know, everybody has their different thing that works for them, or or show them that doing the dishes and giving you some time to go take a bubble bath
3: Mm. might
4: really be huge. (laughs)
1: That's good. That's good. Thanks. So, so
0: just being communicate clearly. Mm
1: -hmm. What has been something that you've instituted in your marriage that has helped you develop a better sex life?
0: This is small, but when my kids were little, we had to kick them out of the bed. Like they just, I, the third one wanted to be in our bed, mm-hmm. and so and she would have been in our bed her whole life mm-hmm. had we not. And and we would move her to her room, but she was the baby, and so she would just like show up, and so <laughs> she had to learn it wasn't really her middle of the bed. <laughs> she used to call it her middle, and so we. Kick the kids out is one thing. I mean, that's a significant yeah, thing in it many, is. In
1: many mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah, I our kids would sleep in our bed every night if we let them, mm-hmm. still to
3: this day. <laughs> um, so that's a good point. I think if you plan, mm. if uh, I know that over the years, days that I have sent a little note about doing something special that night, that he thinks about it. And he tells me this. He thinks about it. Mm-hmm. And he just gets so excited to get home, knowing that I have mm-hmm. it planned. Mm-hmm. You know, just to do that uh, on occasion, it's mm-hmm. just, man, it just it's huge. And I think having us initiate oftentimes,
1: yes um,
4: is really important. Yes.
1: How has intimacy evolved as you've gotten older? Does sex play a big as big of a
3: role in your life? as it did when you were younger it's more so for us mm-hmm. i think cuz we have more time mm. cuz you know kids are out of the house and but there's also that time of getting reacquainted after the mm. kids left and you know you hear horror stories about you know divorce when couples become empty nesters and we were just very intentional and in looking at one another and revisiting the things that each person really likes to do, Mm -hmm. and being romantic. Golly, all of a sudden, you know, in these latter years, we have that time to be romantic again. Mm -hmm. But for a young mom listening, I, I can tell you the time specifically that, you know, if I came home, there were, oh, I'll just tell you this one night. (laughs) I walked in the door, I opened the door, and there were rose petals all through the entryway leading up the stairwell. And when I got up to the top, there was a bubble bath waiting for me and candles. And he'd just been so intentional. Mm. And uh, it was, you know, I was tired when I got home. But what he did for me It just, all that went away. It
5: was so romantic. It was so romantic. We do respond to romantic scenarios very well. We do. Whether it be the dinner out, whether it be Mm -hmm. the special attention, Mm -hmm. you know, it definitely changes our mindset from thinking about all that we've done, how we're looking forward to that quiet time in bed to, you know, looking forward to being with your husband.
3: And, you know, it might be that going back to that original conversation of communication. Every who I'm speaking to right now, your husband may not really know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Teach him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Teach him. Be very clear and show him. And I believe that he will do something special mm-hmm. for you, too.
0: Overcommunicate mm-hmm. because they can't read your mind.
5: We expect them to read
3: our minds. We on. do.
0: And why, how could they or not know? they should just know. Right. How could, <laughs> no. how could they not? They mm-hmm. just want this. How could they not just know what would make mm-hmm. me want yes. to do this? Mm-hmm. But in times when it's not demanding, when it's not an argument, when it is an into me see, like you, you might even want to tell, look, I want to do it more, but I just need to feel more loved. And this is how I would feel more loved. if, mm-hmm. Or I need to feel more appreciated. If you would just tell me, like when you see something I've done that's good, or if you would just help me. But- They're humans. Like they they can't read minds any more than we can read Mm -hmm. their minds. And so just letting them know this is what I need. This is for us. And normally a man is like a microwave. He is. (laughs) And a woman is like a crock pot. Normally. (laughs) Like and so, but just in the in the recognition and in the choosing to love, you'd do anything for those kids. You really would. If I mean, you're nursing, they want to drink like there's your breast. Like you you would do anything for your kids. They want to ride their bicycle, you're out there riding their bicycle. They want to climb you like a tree, they're climbing you like a tree. And while praying, God help me have that kind of desire for my husband let your husband know what I need from you is to just feel closer to you. I need to feel safe. I need to, I need to feel loved, and he'll need to feel respected, probably. Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot of over communicate. Like I'll tell David, you're going to need to say something nice to me, and it's not you look pretty when you know my hair's up like this, or I, I need more attention, or I need quality time. I'm a big quality time mm-hmm. person, and I'll be like, you know, you've been working too much, and I'm going to need more time with you, and then I may feel a little more loving, and <laughs> but just that over communicate. And then the listening to them and a mutual kind of respect thing. But, y'all, it's work. I mean, I just—I wish I could tell you I have the perfect sex off. And I have a friend who does, and I'm like, I'm so happy for you. And and mine's good. I mean, like, mine's good, but she's just always wanting to do it. And I'm just like, one more thing. And I love the man. I mean, I adore him. I truly do. But I adore him and want to have sex with him more when we're communicating better and I see that He sees me. Everybody wants to feel seen and heard. And sometimes we just have to tell Him, "I just need You to see me and hear me." And I want to do this. And then we have to make the choice I do for everybody else. Mm-hmm. I know He needs mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I may not be in the mood. Lord, mm-hmm. help me. Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. But I'll do, because I love Him, and and God give me that extra desire. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just all do things we don't feel like doing. Sometimes, mm-hmm. but. And an and agreed upon. Keep going. Yes. And I don't think there's any woman
1: that. who could say that they regretted doing it. Right. right. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean some sometimes might. you don't feel like it, but you do right. and you're always happy
0: you did yes. when you're, you Normally, know, yeah. but <laughs> even if you're not, it's an agape love. I love you in the best interest of you. And I'm not saying you have to, that's where the communicating and going, okay, how often is good for us? I'm. Positions. What kind of positions are we both okay with I mean I'm talking about know, like things that people go, oh my word, they're really saying this. I hear this stuff. It's I'm like just pretend I'm eating popcorn. Okay, just pretend I'm a wall <laughs> as a counselor. But but those are the real things that yeah. we gotta that we gotta be able to go, okay, I need to be safe enough with you and mm-hmm. you need to be safe enough with me. That's where the intimacy mm-hmm. build from there. And they say and I believe it, the intimacy. Will follow it, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of the reason that studies show that long-term
1: married couples have the best sex. I think so. The longer you're together, and the more comfortable you are with each other, the more you can speak your mind mm-hmm. and not feel funny or or weird. Um, you could just, you know, say what you want to say, and you're you're more comfortable with each other.
4: I think it's important to um, bring up when we're talking about this that in my ten years of mentoring. I think a lot of people think everybody's out there having great sex, Mm -hmm. and they're oftentimes not, and more often than you realize. Mm -hmm. And um, many times I hear women talking to me about asking questions about why their husband isn't Mm -hmm. interested. They're they're full-on interested, Mm -hmm. and their husband isn't. Mm -hmm. And I feel pornography has just really decimated today's marriages. Mm, For sure pornography and masturbation, and when they're doing that, they're robbing their spouse mm-hmm. of that intimacy mm-hmm. and of doing it together, mm-hmm. and it creates in men desires for things that aren't practical mm-hmm. and aren't, realistic. you know, realistic, mm-hmm. and their wife can't live up to that.
5: Mm-hmm. And, well, and also she feels rejected. Mm-hmm. She feels rejected. You very know, because she's, she's trying to understand why things have changed and she can't understand, mm-hmm. and uh, and just like a husband can feel rejected when we say no, she feels rejected when his interest Absolutely. isn't with her. Mm-hmm.
4: And so and true. I just feel that escalating more mm-hmm. and more. I mm-hmm. hear from more and more women. Uh, so if you're out there listening, and just know that you're not alone in mm-hmm. that, yeah. but it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot just allow pornography mm-hmm. into our homes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gateway for Satan mm-hmm. to disrupt your marriage yeah, and to to,
2: mm-hmm.
4: to steal your husband. And um, again, I have experienced personally many women mm-hmm. knowing that it's going on and not knowing what to do about it. And
1: generally in cases like that, um, which do appear to be a lot, um, there's a deeper issue mm-hmm. with the man and um, why he is acting out in that mm-hmm. way or feeling that he needs that. And it's something that definitely needs to be addressed. And um, I would go so far as to say and um, that, you know, for you, mom who's listening, to have that conversation with your husband and have resources available to talk about why. Why is it that this is what you do? Why is this important to you? be honest you feel like it's more important than you Mm -hmm. Um, and really have some like I said resources available maybe some professionals available um, or that can even help you in that conversation beforehand because it's definitely something like you said that could just tear apart a marriage it Um, really can and it makes it pornography in the studies that I have done
4: it makes it difficult for them to be intimate with mm -hmm. a woman Um, it changes their desires and there is lots of help out there. Yeah. Counseling, Celebrate mm-hmm. Recovery Celebrate has a great, yeah. re- great um, mm-hmm. program for that. And it's just something that you cannot let lie or just ignore it or whatever. Well, live, with it. Mm-hmm. live with it. It has to be addressed.
3: Mm. And, you know, oftentimes I I'm, can think of a couple of situations of young women that I've met with that. If a man does not want sex, he's getting it somewhere. Mm -hmm. He is getting it (laughs) somewhere. Well, that makes me think of my—I grew up with a no-nonsense mama that used to tell me all the time, if you don't take care of your man at home, there's somebody out there who wants to. Um, so, which is a
5: which is a great word of advice mm-hmm. for the woman who finds she's either too tired mm-hmm. or getting out of her comfort yep. zones to satisfy her husband's yep. sexual needs. Yes. If she's not taking care of his needs, mm-hmm. there's going to be someone else who will.
3: Well, it goes back to the biblical point that you said when we first started mm-hmm. the session, mm-hmm. Heather. I mean, it's biblical. It is um, so. We have to look at it and and there's that, but then there can also be other reasons. I mean there can be uh, health can issues be health reasons, for sure um, there I'm thinking of one woman that her husband was secretly addicted to painkillers mm-hmm. after a back surgery mm-hmm. that prevented any intimacy right If it's I guess my point in saying this if if it's not happening mm-hmm. at home, there's something, something going, going on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I ask more questions. You need to get to the root cause and and do it quickly because mm-hmm. your marriage won't survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back to
1: what Helen said about, you know, just um making that a priority. You know, if you're not, that's where the Satan gets a foothold for someone else to be, whether that's someone else is a person, pornography, drugs, alcohol, whatever that is that's taking you away from um from being with your wife and and being intimate. And um, I always say, you know, as as a wife, shoot for seven days, and maybe you'll get four. (laughs) Or shoot for five, maybe you'll get three. But to make it a part of your everyday, like it is so important to make it a priority of like. Oh, that's just what we do when we go to bed. And there's going to be times you don't, just like there's times you're not going to always read your kid a book before bed, or you might not take a shower today. But to shoot for that, as that is a part of marriage. It's not like something special that might happen, or maybe this week. Like to really—sometimes we as women have to just— say, that's part of our—that's part of life. You know, that's a part of our everyday Mm -hmm. life. And really take responsibility for that, not just leave it all on your husband and sit there. And I think one of you said earlier, you know, they can't read our minds, so we can't sit there and be like, well, he hasn't asked to do it in a while, so I guess he doesn't want to. Well, maybe he's waiting for you, you know? Um, But to take that initiative and just really carve out that time that that's a part— of
0: your life mm-hmm. and if you need help just get help mm-hmm. yeah like if you need therapy if you need yeah. even if it's the intimacy if it's the intimacy if you feel the marriage is just in a hard place and and it's reflected in the sex life or or just whatever's going on there mm-hmm. is nothing wrong with just saying we need some help yeah 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 That
5: third so person does make a big difference does
0: mm-hmm. so good
5: and just to circle back around mm-hmm.
4: like because i think it so often is just put on the woman as being her thing that she doesn't want it or she doesn't this or she's too tired or whatever like it is a couple problem and and if mm-hmm. your husband is depriving you he's opening you up mm-hmm. to getting attention from another guy mm-hmm. you know and to having a, an extramarital affair and the same goes the other way But just like you were saying in what Paul said, like it is to be done together. Mm -hmm. It is what builds a marriage and builds that intimacy Mm -hmm. and makes it go for the long haul. So good. And then as you get older— there can be problems in that area and so get it
5: while you can girls (laughs) there's truth with that too yeah yeah doesn't get necessarily (laughs) i'm I'm impressed Rhonda says it gets uh
2: now that they're together
5: all the time it gets easier it's not always that case (laughs) one
1: last thing i'd like to touch on before we close today and that is um and maybe you might have a story to share or some encouragement to share in this area but how important it is to take care of our appearance. You know, there's so many times I hear in circles of moms of like, I didn't shower today. I didn't brush my teeth today. My hair's in a bun and I didn't wash it. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And to make the time to do it. You know, you don't want your husband to not brush his teeth or not take a shower. um, But how important, if you could just give some encouragement to really have some self-care because I believe it gives us confidence in the in the long run when we take care of ourselves like that. And we can make all the excuses in the world, right, about it's been a long day, I haven't showered. You know, you hear moms, I haven't showered in two days. Um, but if you could just share, like, the importance and the encouragement to the moms about taking care of yourselves. I just think
4: it, it, it is really important. I mean, who wants to come home? I mean, again, like you said, you wouldn't want to come home and have your husband have been, you know, not having done anything with himself all day. And I, I don't like to put— this kind of pressure on somebody, but um, traditionally the husband is out working. Um, He's around women all day long who do take a shower and who do fix (laughs) themselves up and who do look kind of cute when they go to work. And I don't think that's an excuse for things happening, but I do think that we do need to be
5: mindful of making it kind of nice to come home. I think even our mindset Mm -hmm. to welcome him home instead of sort of having – an attitude of I've had a lousy day, how's your you know, having attitude when he comes home. You've got to make home a happy place that he looks forward to coming back to And I
1: do feel
4: like we set the tone. Women
5: we traditionally do, set do we time. set the tone in the mm-hmm.
1: home. And one of the things and I hear a lot is, Oh, I do this all day long and they're doing nothing. It's like is your light bill on? Are <laughs> your yeah. bills getting paid? They are doing something for the marriage yeah. and it's the family. Different. They are yeah. working, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. they're working, you're working. You are mm-hmm. both doing yeah. something and, and it's recognizing all for that.
5: the goodness of the family yeah. and and have each other's back. Mm-hmm. You know, like otherwise you're dividing. Mm-hmm. You've always got to be looking at bringing bringing yourselves together and and supporting one another, not dividing and being critical. Mm-hmm. I otherwise you will divide.
0: And you're worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, take a shower because you're worth it. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to get completely fixed mm-hmm. up every single day if you mm-hmm. you know, if you're in a season where that's really <laughs> But take care, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> take, take care of yourself. Yes take care of yourself because you're worth it. and it's really hard to give care to others when you're not giving any care to yourself. So good. And so just from a place of that and then yes for him. But what is it saying to you, your children, your entire family if you don't get cleaned up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And And if your children like
4: they need to learn, Mommy needs to take a shower. Like that is okay. That is a basic, <laughs> you know, human thing. And and they can sit mm-hmm. and do something. They should yes. be able to sit and do something. Or I
1: used to I used to put my kids on a little carpet in the bathroom while I was taking a shower, and they had their toys there and mm-hmm. played. I could hear could them. I their, could see their them. You thing know, that and they do right then. Just yeah. to make sure that you know I was showered before my husband came home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you make taking it work naps. if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're taking naps. Yeah. I mean, take advantage. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for your wisdom and your input and for sharing um, just from your personal experiences and from your heart with us today. (music) Helen, that was such a great conversation. And I just loved hearing the wisdom from the mentors and from you about just the importance of sex, of prioritizing it in your marriage, of the communication Um, And how communication doesn't just mean talking all the time, but it also means listening, Mm. Um, taking care of ourself, of our appearance, and um, just being discerning of your husband and what's going on in his life as well. And And,
5: and rooting to pull together, to mm -hmm. making— to making this marriage the best it can be. Yeah. and making so good. it such an important part mm.
1: of your married life. Mm. So mm. such good wisdom today. I loved it.
5: Will you pray for us mm-hmm. before we go? Lord Jesus, we just commit uh, the home, uh, the, the the home that's where the mum that's listening mm-hmm. right now uh, to you. We just pray for the sanctity of marriage for her, for her husband. We pray that you would unite them uh, both physically, spiritually, and emotionally, that you would bring a oneness that they've never known before. We just pray that you'll use this information, this um, just the, the, the talk that we've been able to have here, that mm-hmm. you would use that to grow their marriage, that you'll grow uh, the mum who's listening to just really, Make some changes in a home that will be positive and have a great outcome. We thank you for the gift of sex. We thank you for mm. what it does in uniting uh, a man and a woman together. And uh, we thank you for the pleasure that it brings, uh, for all the blessings that you have for us. And uh, we just pray that you will go with us, that you'll uh, bless each family and uh, that you will be we will be very mindful of you in our lives. Mm. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Helen.
1: Well, thank you for joining us today, mums. And don't forget to subscribe now at accessmore.com or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And we're so happy to share that we're now on Mondays with the mums and Thursday with the mentors. And make sure that you uplift another mother this week.